I V M. Welcome to What a Player, your regular dose of sport, fresh from the IBM Studio. The biggest T20 league is currently underway, and we bring you updates, previews, reviews, and insights. So tune into the show on the IBM Podcasts app, website, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Goal! 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 Rakitic scores one zero Barcelona. Out of nothing, the visitors take the lead. A simple one-two between Rakitic and Roberto opens up Madrid's defense. The midfielder surges into the right inside channel before clipping into a strike over the top for Courtois. A clinical move from Barcelona. Isn't that the El Clasico? Oh yes, the original one. Hola amigos, sabko salam. Welcome to What a Player. In today's episode, we talk about the Indian El Clasico. Yes, Chennai versus Mumbai. the brilliance of hardik pandya the misfielding by chennai and a lot more in the other segment we discuss today's match between delhi and hyderabad our water player candidate and predictions all this after a short break stay tuned on water player welcome back to water player mate i want you to take a flashback yesterday i told you कि मुंबई इंडियंस की ट्रेन अंधेरी से फास्ट होने वाली है जोगेश्वरी पहुंच चुकी है भागेगी भागेगी एंड क्या भागी है पर ऑन अ सीरियस नोट अ गुड डे फॉर मुंबई या पर एप्स द चेन्नई एक्सप्रेस गॉट डीरेल्ड आई एम सर्चिंग फॉर प्लेसेस टू हाइड माय फेस फ्रॉम यू एट द मोमेंट बट आई थिंक इट्स जस्ट अ मैटर ऑफ टाइम बिफोर वी कम बैक एंड गेट बैक एट यू वो तो वक्त ही बताएगा बट हियर वी आर टॉकिंग अबाउट द ब्रिलियंट परफॉर्मेंस फ्रॉम मुंबई देन पंड्या ब्रदर्स Hardik Pandya brilliant with the bat 25 of 8 1 4 3 6 6 what a knock Mumbai's batting seemed like a serene music show this slow paced tracks that you can sit back relax and enjoy till the point Kyron Pollard and Hardik Pandya joined forces it then suddenly out of nowhere turned into that rock band that gets you screaming and yelling at and then enjoying the show of course so that's what that Pandya effect had on the game. Yeah, interesting that you brought this up. Mumbai Indians had a sluggish start. You know, it was sluggish, 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 and then boom! Pollard and Pandya together scored 42 out of 15 balls. Do you think that was the game changer for Mumbai? That was perhaps the game. Last two overs, 45 runs, and these two out of nowhere took a score that had the looks of a 140 to somewhere close to 180. So. of course it was a 170 total but then that's what made the difference the last hard hitting impetus that it gave to the side yes it indeed helped mumbai but don't you think that if polard and hardik came early to bat it would have made a huge difference i think these things are like uh, two edged swords you can't really predict for example you don't anticipate these things happening always so it's like taking a chance had you sent a hardik pandya or a polard earlier last night and what if they would have got dismissed early so it works both ways so yesterday perhaps was their day so for you mumbai fans i'd rather say just go and consult an astrologer before you know deciding your batting order no about batting order then surya kumar batted really well he had a really good last season and you can see that that is that form is getting continued he scored 59 of 43 a dependable player but a slow finish 
I think so. I think so because last season he opened batting for Mumbai and scored those 512 runs that he did. And he was pretty fluent last year, but this year he has to adapt to batting at one drop. And then yesterday is a good example you brought up. Twenty-four of the first fifteen balls that he faced, he had got off to a probably a third or fourth gear start, and then suddenly slowed down to a, maybe a second gear to finish the last twenty-eight balls that he faced. He scored thirty-five runs. So perhaps that also affected the momentum to such an extent that you were sat wondering whether the likes of Pollard and the Pandyas would even get to bat. and you know have a shot at taking a score somewhere up and how good was the contribution from the other pandya boy krunal pandya he had luck on his side i'll say a sitter drop by mohit sharma it was really from a chennai fan perspective wasn't good at all and then immediately in the next over he also had a an lbw decision overturned so things went well for him at that point but he really all his shots were coming from the middle of the bat i was just wondering whether this guy's blade has an edge or not <laughs> you mentioned dropped catches then what about that brilliant catch by the big man kyron pollard i think his one hand is probably you know at times a combination of two hands of many others such large <laughs> so hands true. and then it almost seemed that he was fixing a light bulb just jump one hand and that's it he makes it look so easy yeah and talking about fielding i think the seniority aspect of chennai came to the fore yesterday they were very very sloppy on the field and that reflected you know yeah miss fields dropped catches this is something that we don't see every day for chennai i think what your statement reflects the chennai of old that is before they were banned for a couple of years last year also they were this senior side so you never expected fielding brilliances from them apart from of course one or two like a raina or a jadeja but otherwise you almost always took for granted that your fielding lapses would be covered by the extra batting firepower that they had agreed but you know in the post match presentation dhoni was disappointed he mentioned that there were dropped catches there were miss fields and you know rightly said catches win you matches so don't you think that the dropped catch by mohit sharma was a big one yeah i am sure that your old adage as it goes catches win matches stand to but it affects just to a certain extent like for example not always does a dropped catch prove costly so it depends on match to match basis of course but when you talk about fielding i think where chennai lack is the ground fielding because there is apparently no excuse for dropping catches because it's just that you have to catch what comes to you nobody asks you to take those athletic catches of course but so when you say that they fielded poorly it reflects more on their ground fielding than dropping catches you know i want you to say good things about me more yesterday i also predicted that jason barendorf and malinga with bumrah will have a really good day and that did happen what a good start just reveal the secret did you or did you not visit an astrologer before coming here yesterday probably you had a word with him probably you knew all those happenings and then you sort of pretended to get things right let me tell you after the show all right all right about chennai only positive thing kedar jadav 58 of 54 balls i think he needs to get an hamstring injury in order to win games for chennai from an improbable position i think similar to the last year's first clash between these two sides there was an improbable chase in front of him like last four over 66 were needed so jadav did win them the game last time but of course he had been hamstrung and he went out and then came back to add those finishing touches yesterday was not the case and clearly yesterday mumbai did bowl well actually so they didn't give him room to maneuver and those sort of his 
paddles and scoops were cut off due to the field placements thank you says the gentleman here you're welcome but i'm sure we'll get back at you the in the second round of this clash on that note let's take a short break on what a player after the break we talk about today's clash delhi versus hyderabad don't go anywhere we will be right back Welcome back to Water Player Delhi versus Hyderabad on the outside it looks like a one sided fixture Delhi once almost lost the game on the second occasion they did lose the game and it was both from winning positions so what's your take mate you know Delhi have been a good side uh, i feel that even if they have changed their names the fortune has been the same but yes good performances from few players and about Hyderabad man what a good side you know Hyderabad has been such a balanced ride if you look at any any part of their team bowling batting fielding top notch performances so while we are on the hyderabad thing i think david warner and johnny bairstow have just you know mingled like long lost brothers <laughs> three consecutive 100 run partnership at the top who would have thought an englishman and an aussie could bond so well that's a delight to cricket fans yeah and to think about it that these two had almost come to trade punches a couple of years ago so your ashes rivalry it gets the best so to say out of you but here they are hugging each other playing with each other and being successful for the side there's one more player who has led the side very well last season kane williamson with warner and barrister now in form and playing very well do you think there's still a slightest of chance for kane williamson to come back and make an impact I think Kane Williamson's place in the side is almost a no-brainer. Like his shoulder needs managing, and hence he's been kept out of playing. But otherwise, if he's fit, he can always slot in. I I think that's where I, uh, Nabi will go out to accommodate him in the side. Mm-hmm. Interesting, but also not to forget that last match Nabi also played well. So if Kane Williamson is fit, do you still want Nabi to be out? And in that scenario, I don't think they'll even change the side because why? Tamper with something that's working for you. The only concern for them will be Johnny Bairstow's last three dismissals in this tournament has been to leg spin, hmm. and since 2015 in T20s, his average is a mere 23 against this kind of bowling. So that's one thing where both the sides will be concerned, and Delhi might look to bowl Sandeep Lamichhane as early as say with the new ball. So in order to not let Bairstow escape and harm them more. And how good has Rishabh Pant been for Delhi? he's been tremendous and his average against hyderabad is also wonderful when you talk about the t20 league he has a 162 ka strike rate say he averages 62.8 so i don't think opposition matters as such for pant he is just go there and bash it kind of a player the only thing they might be thinking of is where to bat him because last three or two occasions after his dismissal there has been a collapse True that you brought this up. You know, I was going through scoreboards yesterday, and I realized that after Rishabh Pant's wicket, it is the batting team rather that is getting bashed. Do you feel that Shreya Sayyar should come after Rishabh Pant? Personally, I think this order works. It's just that the others, as well as Pant, needs to take responsibility and bat sensibly. But if I don't know, changing positions might not help. For Pant, is you know he has this mindset of batting at four five now for Delhi. So you suddenly change it just because he's striking the ball well. It it may backfire. You know I say this because if there's a wicket of pun that goes early you still have a captain who is a really good batter and he he can take the lead from the front and you know that can maybe help their leader 
आई एम फॉर श्रेयास अयर बैटिंग अप दी ऑर्डर दैन लोअर डाउन दी ऑर्डर ही हैजेंट इवन clicked as much as he would have liked to for india when he batted at 4 so it's there's no reason to change the order as such i'd rather stick with shreyas ayer at 3 and pant at 4 or 5 this also is an interesting game because dhawan turns up against his former side dhawan versus hyderabad now not oh, dhawan yes. for hyderabad and uh, he was delighted actually when he came to know he'll be playing for delhi this season so it'll be interesting how he turns up against his former team no interesting that delhi dhawan In Delhi against Hyderabad, what a combo! Too many D's. <laughs> On that note, your what a player contender for the day. I'd go with Rashid Khan. He so far had a very silent start, and I think this might be his game, being a leg spinner as well. But I'd, I'm also tempted to say Kagiso Rabada, and uh, the Warner versus Rabada fight will be here after an year, where they last clashed in South Africa, after which Warner was banned. so that's a spicy context that i look forward to as well i must say you are very smart after i proved you wrong yesterday you are playing very subtle predictions on both the end wah bhaiya wah oops i didn't expect you would catch that but seriously speaking rashid khan i think it's time for him i i think he's due but i can't let go of kagiso rabada because he is on fire yeah i get that i get that so are you siding with hyderabad or delhi it is hyderabad for me a very stable side and yeah i look forward to kane williamson being back in the squad yes hyderabad what about you i'd like to go against the flow and say delhi <laughs> it's their home turf and i'm thinking that they'll prepare a slowish track in order to negate the pace bowling strength that uh, hyderabad has i wish delhi will win and prove me right this time against you i wish you luck my dear friend thank you to all the listeners what do you think share your predictions with us You can reach out to us at IVM Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag #WaterPlayer. It's W A D A P L A Y A H. That's all we have today. See you tomorrow.